0: Here we go. This is
1: Happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson.
2: I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is Happening. And if you want to hear me say that, I don't know, about five more times this hour. Stay tuned. Yeah, actually, right before we went on the air. The, like, literal
1: last things you said before we went live were what? I'm tired? No. Okay, what? It was My headphone only works in one ear. Yeah. Which is the most serious XM thing I've ever heard.
2: No, it's really because I'm using my <laughs> Road kit right now, and, you know, I'm used to using AirPods now, but I have this, um... I'm using the the the, the headphones that JetBlue gives you when you want to watch oh, a movie. Okay, okay, that's okay. what I'm doing this national radio show on right that's now. That's fair. That's where we're at.
1: Sometimes I feel like that is almost the the internal slogan.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Now, <laughs> I although let's let's give it up for our engineers here at Super Bowl. They crushed it today. Oh, we, d- d- what, it's the fact that uh, we we've been doing all
1: the interviews like we have today has been amazing.
2: So. We are, I mean, here we are. This is our, I would say this is our Super Bowl extravaganza, our Super Bowl special, I guess, for this is happening. It's a big one. I think, I think, Mark,
1: now I I would think of all the non-NFL, of all the non-sports shows. We had the biggest guests. Absolutely. We have the most jam-packed celebrity-studded biggest show from the Super Bowl.
2: Over the course of the next couple minutes. What? Okay, hold. On. Oh, oh see,
1: someone's interrupting. Mark somebody has
2: interrupted. Okay, because here's the thing: <laughs> NFL ride wide receiver, NFL wide receiver. His name is Mac Hollins. Okay. He, what? You know how Michael Franti doesn't wear shoes? Yes. Mac Hollins also doesn't wear shoes, and somebody just came over to show me a video of his feet because it is disgusting. Oh, it okay. is just is incredibly he gross. Around,
1: he's walking around Radio Row with no shoes.
2: Yeah, but this is him outside. It's just gross, and so. Anyway, that's what they were like, hey, you gotta press play on this. And I was like, because we were talking about it earlier. But anyway, here are the guests we got coming up this hour. We have Gary V, noted Jets fan, right? Yeah. We have um Brett Michaels, lead singer of Poison, and also just Brett Michaels.
1: Brett Michaels from the Brett Michaels.
2: Yes. We have Rob Riggle. That's big. We have Ryan Philippi. Bigger. We have- we have Flavor Flav. Biggest ever. Biggest ever. Now, Flavor Flav, you want to talk about... A. By the way, I'm really sad. So obviously we've been... Uh, not obviously. We've been doing... I've been doing... I've, I've, I've totally lost my mind. Ryan, this is like doing a show with me the day after a big concert. Yeah, where I've just yeah. been up all night. Only I do- you're in a much better mood. Yes. But I've been in Phoenix now for just days and days and days and I'm so tired and I've been up so long but I've been doing photos of Chet the Hedgehog with celebrities and I am so sad that I forgot to get one with Brett Michaels just so I could have said Aww. Chet Michaels? Chet Michaels? She- See, I was, I was very disappointed. When we
1: get to Flava Flav, I'm not going to be there. And I will tell you from my side of it that I was sitting here Mark is in in Phoenix, and he you went up to to uh, to escort Flava Flave to set to show him the way, yep. so he didn't get lost. And um, I mean, he was twenty something minutes late. That's what screwed it up. But but he he you got up, and I'm anxiously waiting for you and Flava Flave to sit back down. <laughs> And then Christopher the Mad Dog Russo sits back down, and I don't see you again for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> well, All I see is Mad Dog, and
2: he's looking at me like, who the fuck is this guy? Daya! Hey, Daya! What?
1: What's his Zoom here on my computer?
2: I just uh, realized that, okay, so I just did that voice. Mad Dog is literally on the air, like fucking <laughs> like like 15 feet away from me. Him, he his it? producers, everyone just looked over at me, and I was just like, oh, <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Oh my god!
1: That's what he gets. That's what he gets for making sure that I don't get to interview. Flav
2: well, it wouldn't Light. have mattered because we. So you know, <laughs> we don't have our full studio compliment down here at the Super Bowl. So there's only so many live sets. <laughs> and Flav was late, and there was another show that had to go on after. I understand. Us.
1: I understand. I get it. We were we were pushing our time, but I was so I was just like, no.
2: Now would be a good time to note that, considering we weren't even supposed to do a show today at all, we are not going to have a show on Tuesday because I don't fly back till on Monday. I got to spend time with my family or I'm pretty sure my wife is going to divorce me after the length of this trip.
1: Okay. Okay. Fair. Fair. That's if that's what you want to do, that's fair. That's
2: what I want to do. I want to disappoint my audience in order to keep my marriage intact. I think it's, uh, it's, um,
1: I think that if I had said something like that, you would have told me that I was a shitty radio host and, uh,
2: Yeah, but I also would have said, hey, we did an extra show today. You're welcome for the bonus content, everyone. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, quite the show going on. And and you'll hear these interviews, you're going to hear them one after another. And that is they are in the order they occurred, almost in real time how they occurred. It was just person after person after person. That is the fun of Radio Row. Ryan, have you decided where you're watching the game yet?
1: No, I haven't decided where I'm watching the game yet, but I'm most definitely going to make a big bet on the first touchdown scorer, and then I won't know until after the show whether or not I've won.
2: (laughs) Okay. Why is that? Because I'll be on stage. Oh. Oh, right. That show, your improv show. (laughs) Yes. Oh, so they didn't move it?
1: No, they didn't move it, so I will definitely be on stage for kickoff.
2: Was anyone like oh yeah that's a problem one person no no one said that's a
1: problem when one person said that's great because I didn't want to watch the Super Bowl anyway
2: well that person's a fucking loser okay loser who's who just announced it? you know what just that's a like, you're letting the terrorists win if you say that okay that's what you're doing anyway we're gotta- gonna
1: get reprimanded for the impression
2: I don't think so. I don't think anyone really noticed, but they definitely looked over. And I could have just been doing it. A lot of people have that voice, don't they? <laughs> exactly, yes. Everyone who
1: can, who talks say like you that. Were, who, who can we say? You were imitating. Hey, buddy. Oh, Terrence and Phillip. Yeah, Terrence and Phillip, sure. Terrence and Phillip.
2: Yes. Well, we got about 45 seconds until we throw to just all these interviews. And there are so many of them. Again, all Gary right, V. One... Brett head. Michaels, Rob Riggle. Ryan Philippi and Flavor Flav. Give everybody one can't lose bet. For Chiefs to win the game outright. I don't there think it you can go. lose. I feel all great right. about it. All Even right. though we have conflicting picks on the game <laughs> on the on the episode. But it is the this is happening Super Bowl fifty seven extravaganza. Ryan, do you have any thoughts before we go to all these interviews?
1: Uh, I'm I'm excited and very still sad that I missed Flavor Flav. Stick around for Flavor Flav because Mark played it for me and it's hilarious.
2: And you get all you get all the catchphrases. It's like a pull string. He's an amazing guy. <laughs> Enjoy the show, everyone. This is happening. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson, and this is happening. Very special guest with us here at Super Bowl. We have Gary V on set. Gary, how's it going? Super well. Great to see you. So. First of all, congratulations for, for your Jets big cleaning met. up last night at NFL Honors.
3: Offensive, defensive, and two Hall of Famers, Joe Klecko and Darrell Rivas. This is pretty sad, but this is true. Yesterday might have been the second best Jets football day of all time besides January 12, 1969. Yep. It was a big day. So I know you've, you've made news because you've
2: stated your plan is to one day purchase the New York Jets. That is correct. Take How is that going currently?
3: Pretty well. <laughs> I mean, you know, considering that I decided that's what I wanted to do in third grade, Yes, where I had maybe a couple nickels to my name, mm-hmm. um, it's been a fun journey. It truly has been a 35-plus year goal.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you know, when I, when I came up with it, People weren't talking about owning sports teams in the mid-80s. It wasn't like a thing. Um, So it's obviously become a totally different situation, but I work hard every day. It's a big goal of mine. I would love to achieve it. I'm also incredibly comfortable if I don't. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't in the cards, but I'd like to try.
2: Have you spoken to to the Johnson family at all? Have you been like, I'm coming for it?
3: No, because I think that's disrespectful, to be honest with you, Mark. Like, it's not... If I'm not in a position to buy it, that's just hubris. That's just delusional. That's just a, a little egotistical. I don't, I don't want to waste people's time. They've got plenty of things to do running their team and their family fund and all that. So not yet.
1: Are there ways, though, without interfering with the Johnsons or stepping on their toes or being disrespectful that you can use your influence and knowledge to help the team in certain ways?
3: For sure. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a very known business personality in the New York tri-state area I'm a very known public Jets fan we've done business with the Jets quite a bit I'm very I'm, I'm aware of a lot of people in the inner circles the, the presidents the last three presidents of the Jets I've known intimately I'm always there for the Jets Vayner Media my marketing company mm-hmm. worked with the Jets multiple times the Jets were the most followed team in the NFL on Twitter and, uh, and Facebook, when we started working with them years ago, we put them way ahead. Um, so I'm always there for the Jets in any shape or form, uh, but I also don't like imposing, right? I'm not, I don't wanna poke and prod. I, I'm not under the radar. If, if they're interested yeah. to talk to me, I'm always available.
2: It's this guy in Fireman Ed. That's their, They're doing everything. <laughs> I love Fireman Ed. Now, I love him. Now, speaking of VaynerMedia, I yes. know you got you got three ads in yes. the Super Bowl. Yes, what sir. brands no. are you working with?
3: We're, this Super Bowl, we are doing both of Pepsi's okay. ads, which is a big deal and big honor because Pepsi, as many of us here know, have been doing the halftime show forever <laughs> So this is their transition into being in commercials, not in Mm -hmm. just a halftime show. Uh, And Planter's Peanut. We famously at VaynerMedia killed Mr. Peanut at the Super Bowl (laughs) several years ago. We, we, We rebirthed him, and we bring him back in a really fun setting this year, and I hope people at home enjoy it.
1: People have certainly noticed that one of the big changes in the Super Bowl of the last couple of years is that we see the commercials on social media and yeah. it's not a surprise for us yeah. during the game. Why do companies do that? What is the advantage they get by doing that? It's a
3: great question. So, probably, you know, it's been running between 30 to 70% over the last 5-7 years of do you preview it or don't you? Couple things. Both strategies can work. Both strategies have logic. Here's why I think a lot of people do it you get so much media coverage for a week or two if you have a Super Bowl ad that you put out into the world and you wanna do that in case your Super Bowl commercial goes unnoticed, quote unquote. As we all know, in a break, there's gonna be two, three, four Super Bowl ads, five, and sometimes if you have a decent one but the next one is the one, you're dead, mm-hmm. right? So you had like 13 seconds where everyone's like, "Oh, that was a good life water ad." And Oh, wait a minute, the Budweiser ad's insane! And like, you're wait a minute, life they just killed we, yeah. Mr. Peanut. Exactly. We we <laughs> we we won that moment a couple years ago where we smashed every commercial before and after for at least a quarter because we killed Mr. Peanut. You know, and so that's what you're hedging against. There are definitely still a lot of brands that are not previewing their ad, and the surprise will be there, and. And the really interesting part for me as a businessman and a marketer is there isn't one that's more right than the other. There's just a lot of serendipity to it.
2: You, you have such an interesting career because I feel like ba- if I were to base it just on your social media, it seems like people are just on the daily walking up <laughs> to you and being like, how do I fix my life? Is, is that taxing on some level or do you enjoy that that's to some degree what this has become?
3: It's the most humbling feel. It's happened 12 times here already. It's the most wonderful feeling that an, a human being it feels comfortable enough with me that they want to share something like that. And for me, it's an honor. And I take it very seriously. There's not a single interaction that looks like that that I kind of mail in mm-hmm. because this is like someone's life. So it's humbling. It's um, it's an honor. Um, I feel a responsibility about it. And I try to stay sharp on... Mental and, and actual things that can actually help you.
2: I, I just know people who are investors, you know, like yourself. Do you feel like people are constantly trying to get something out of you? Like, do you feel like there, there's ulterior motives? Ever? Like, can Sometimes. you tell? Can you suss yeah, that out can, pretty quickly? I, I
3: feel pretty good about it.
2: It's not good for us, Ryan, and our <laughs> ideas. That's really bad.
3: <laughs> you know what's funny, though? Even when it comes from an incredibly selfish, short-term energy, I'm still empathetic to it. Right? Like, yeah. like look... For me, Randy the Macho Man Savage, uh, Al Toon, the Jets quarterback. There are people along the way that I grew up that if I saw them, I'd want to have that moment. I'd want to get something out of it. And so, again, I would say I'm humbled by people's interest that I've put on paper in the last 25 years. So many successes that weren't obvious that they feel they may get an insight from me while we're together. And I'm thrilled to give it. If it's something I understand,
2: Ryan, I think the best thing Gary's ever done was, if I recall, he had a show on Stars Two at SiriusXM, which yeah. was
3: Wine and where, Web, where
2: my show started. I just remember the promos; they Nurchuk. Vay-ner- it was, uh, but,
3: <laughs> it was amazing. It was called Wine and Web. We had the founder of Uber. We had the founder yeah. of Tumblr. We had these founders before anyone who knew who it was. Plus, I was talking about wine, which I loved. It- blended my two worlds that year of doing the serious show was so phenomenal and i enjoyed it to no end and it's great because well, you know to gary tell
1: people how hard it is coming in and yeah. doing a show over and over and over again and coming up with something new to talk about is hard but it's so much fun when you get it right especially if it's something you love
2: gary was on yeah. stars 2 and he's gonna maybe buy the jets and i was on stars 2 and i bought like a like a playstation 4 so that's cool but, like but, we're but, both but, Mark, doing great. how old are you i'm 35 see there's still time Mark, exactly. not
3: only is there still time, I just want to remind everybody, I worked in a liquor store full-time when I was 34 years old. I'm just going to say this nice and slow for everyone who's <laughs> listening. At 34 years old, I worked at my father's liquor store. That's what I did for a living. I would argue that Mark is wildly ahead of me right now. Now, I did a lot of damage the next 13 years.
2: Yes, okay. So, so you got a lot of work. Yeah, okay, I got to get
3: going. <laughs> but But... That is pretty darn cool. I have so much admiration for you to go from internship to on-air is such a wild, incredible accomplishment that you know, and you know, that millions have. Millions of people work as interns in entertainment with the singular focus of being the on-air talent and the percentage of which ever achieve that is so shockingly low that I'm thrilled to, to, to give you those roses because it's a big deal.
2: Well, thank you very much. Gary, you going to the game? Or you am going to the game. All right. So he, he, somebody will text you if something goes wrong with the commercials. You, that's the one thing I miss about when I go to the uh, game no. now. It feels... Like you're out of it. And that's the only time I personally am happy that they do put yeah. them online. In you know, last year, last
3: year in L.A., they did show... Some a lot of, of them the, in a, lot, a solid amount of the commercials. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping Zona does that.
2: All right. One last question Please. for you before we let you go. Who you got on Sunday?
3: I'm going 27-19 Eagles. I, I think the Patrick Mahomes high ankle sprain is still too big. Like all these fans that think miraculously in 13 days he's going to be back to Patrick pre-injury, and I think that's slight variable. I will say this though, the Eagles have not played from behind all season, and I do think they have a big special teams advantage. So even though I'm going 27-19 Eagles, there is a scenario where it's 10-0 Chiefs, you know, maybe a turnover. Jalen Hurts, big stage. He's still a kid. So I wouldn't be shocked if the Chiefs win this game. I just think the Eagles were the best team all year. Well,
2: if your prediction comes true, it's going to get a little bit harder for your boy to buy the New England Patriots. So,
3: Mm.
2: uh, (laughs) Gary, thanks
3: so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Take care, everyone. Thank
1: you. It was nice to meet you, Gary. Take care, brother. This is
2: happening. I'm Mark Zito. Mark. I'm Ryan Sampson. Ryan. And this is happening. We got Brett Michaels We're here. coming in. Yeah, Brett, Brett, right. Brett was good to go. See, we do a little We do a little bit. I don't know why we introduce ourselves before every break. But you we, have to. You just You got to stay on it. If you stop doing that, I'm going to be disappointed. Okay. Every break. So, <laughs> party gras
4: tour. Yes. I hear you're going out on the road. What can people expect? Absolute mayhem. A hot mess summer. The best summer party. This is no lie. When I put produced and created Party Grawl. It's to bring all my friends together. I called them up. They're going on stage. I said, look, this is all killer hits, no filler. We're going to make a celebration of fans, bands, music. And I even have people that are coming out putting beads and bandanas because Party Grawl means Mardi Grawl. It's a celebration of just having a great time, and the world needs it. Who
2: came up with the name? Because if I came up with that pun, I would have been like, well, I'm done forever. I nailed it.
4: <laughs> I, uh... I don't want to take credit here, but just like the beginning of every break... Me, Brett, Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. <laughs> me, hello, AJ <laughs> Lo. I got what? it.
2: Work
1: with got me. It.
4: Work with me. I'm out. Party <laughs> gro. <gras. laughs>
2: so how do you how do you feel about
1: everything that's going on in the concert industry right now with ticket sales? Like everything that's been around Beyonce and Taylor Swift, people can't get a hold of tickets. Do you think that this is a good thing, or do you think it's okay that artists are finally getting paid what they should?
4: I think it's a great thing. As an artist, I want to say this. As an artist, I mean, first of all, Taylor, Beyonce, let's be honest. They're, they're incredible. Fans want to see them. You, listen, there's a demand for it. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think I think we as artists also, we want to work, deserve to get paid. But you also want to work with the fans, make sure... That you can scale it, that everyone can see your show. It's, a, it's fine. And I go through this every day, but as a rock star, I shouldn't say this, but it's about finding a balance between all fans having a chance to see you and them bringing their incredible show. Yeah. Because they're, they're great. I'm saying they're great artists, and it's great that there's a demand, and, and that's what you want to see. You, you want people to be excited. So a, a
2: little birdie told me that when you were going to roll up to Super Bowl today, you wanted to come in an RV. Yes. What's
4: Brett Michaels' RV like? Is it tricked out in any way? It is tricked out. So here's the thing. I'm an RV guy since birth. All right. Right. So I've been camping. Put it this way. My grandmother, God rest her soul, just passed this last week. Just saying 101 years old. You know what it said? I like camping. I like fishing. She was at 95. She was the head of the instructional. She did all the physical instruction. All, all I'm hearing here hey. is
2: that Brett Michaels is going to be torn forever, apparently. Yeah. So yeah.
4: my <laughs> hamstrings are still holding up. Yeah. We're good to go. But we... Can I say this? Yeah, As yeah. a camper, tricked out, take it on tour, but I'm also taking my kids, everybody. We go in there. We call it the beachcomber, and we, I turn, all cell phones got to go off, and we just listen to music, and that's it. We cruise, have music, and it's badass. Got to get that a little bit closer to your mouth. Oh, yeah. Control. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. And Sorry about en- that. So,
2: but I'm not used to all this treatment. The engineers come out, and they go, hey, what's going on? Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: <laughs> we haven't so heard say- a one word Brett yeah. said. That's where I buried the money. <laughs> yes. You haven't heard any. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so uh, when you say your kids go out
1: on tour with you, um, do they get? Do they? Do you find jobs for them? Do they get to? You know, like do they learn things when they're on tour, or do they, they get to enjoy it?
4: They do. They're uh, my daughters now: Rain, Elizabeth, Georgia, Blue. Uh, they're 21 and 17. They love it. They grew up doing this, coming on stage, singing, working. But I told them, I, the only way I said you got to work, you got to pay your dues, work from the ground up, and we do it together. But they're—I was blessed, man. They're—they're they're crazy. They're fun. But they love music and they love sports, so it's, it's a good thing.
2: You got a you got a new song out called Back in the Day. Right. I want to ask you, do you have a particular memory? Because you've obviously you know had a, a long and storied career. You've done a lot of Thank interviews. You. Do you have a particular memory from back in the day right. that you've never spoken about publicly that is like a, a fun story?
4: I'm going to give you a fun story, right? It's also a picture we took. So how Back in the Day came about is I have a book, an artist scrapography, that, i read all these autobiographies there's tons of stories no pictures mm-hmm. so they talk about a friend for 30 pages i have, everything in my book is a timestamp photo so we use that to make the new uh biopic that's coming out we'll get to that in a minute but for back in the day this song is a throwback to the early mtv video days with the green screen and all of it is footage and here's the shot if you look in there, there's a garage band picture of me. Only we're in the basement because I grew up on the East Coast, Northeast, where it's cold. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah. So to be in the it's like, garage is friggin'
4: it's friggin' freezing. You can't. There's yeah. no finger jamming. Yep, they're, the fingers ain't jamming. <laughs> there's no movement. So we go down in the basement with the non-working sump pump, a little bit of water on the indoor-outdoor carpeting. So we
2: were an acoustic band to make sure we didn't die. No, we weren't. We, we weren't that, you're
4: smart. We weren't that smart. So we plugged everything in. You're, you're an intelligent man. Myself, I'm limited on the intel. So let me say this. We go down there, and I'm determined we're going to have, you know, we're going to go down there. You can't make this up. We take our first publicity photo. In the background is mom's dirty clothes hamper. On the washer dryer that we didn't think to block out, so we're all trying to be badass with the guitars, and you know we're all. And in the background is dirty clothes, the washer dryer, and part of the sump pump. I know it's a ridiculous story, but I look back and I go, "What? None of us thought to move over a couple feet to the left or right, and at least get the moldy cement wall instead." If you listen Go really on. closely, you can hear
2: the you can hear the spin cycle.
4: I know there's a lot better stories and dirtier ones, but that was a good. No, that was a pretty dirty story. Yeah, you
2: know yeah. Uh, the the,
4: the clothes hamper.
2: So but you said you <laughs> what, mentioned what, what, a biopic. Yeah. What's what's going on there? Where where is that at the stage of development? Because I was I I was admittedly unaware, but that sounds awesome.
4: It's A and E. They've been. I traveled. They asked me, "Do you want to shoot this in the studio?" I said, "Hell no." We went in the RV. I love to drive. We're driving everywhere, and I take them to every spot that my life changed. One of them uh, was being turned down because I didn't have the money for a five-prong mic stand. Five-prong, super sexy mic stand. I could do one of the spins. Turned down at Radio Shack, right? And I'll never forget that day was a crossroads. I looked down in the snow, in the slush, a bunch of cigarette butts and my work boots on. And I said, that's it. We're packing up. I'm going to sell everything I own. I'm going to go where it's warm if I'm going to starve. I'm going to go out to Southern Cal and starve in Southern Cal, live behind a dry cleaner for three years. But that day, looking down at those cigarette butts by my work boots in the slush, January-ish, by March, I moved to Cali.
2: Well, I mean, you, you are an American success story because the whole thing is also, you know, you read. Uh, that's why I'm so excited to see this movie. because. You, oh, a and E. I I forgot to yeah, finish that whole yeah, damn
4: thing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. an AOE biopic. Comes out this summer in June. It's the kickoff two-hour premiere.
2: So does it, it and, and is, it, is it a happy arc? Um, because obviously everything ends up okay, but you've had such tumultuous moments as well. Right. And, you know, that, which kind of leads me to one spot. I'm wondering, have you read the Pamela Anderson book yet? Because everyone's right. been talking
4: about. Right. So here's tumultuous for me. Mine is, and Pamela's awesome, by the yeah, way. Yeah. She rocks. The, um, but my, my biography I'm not a—you're going to learn with me. I'm not a throw-people-under-the-bus guy. I, would, I,
2: I don't, I don't respect my, anyone who is.
4: It's not my style. I'm a, I'm a, I never chose—if there's two paths, there's victorious or victim. I'm always victorious, saying, you know, with the diabetes and stuff, I never took the path of it's your fault or your fault. It's just a card I was dealt. But this book really covers the nitty-gritty because I'm so hands-on of what it took every day to get up, push yourself, motivate. But it's got a lot of crazy—I'm not lying to you because I'm hands-on. If we end up partying, I'm staying and we're rocking. Like it's It ends up—there's a lot of stories to tell from the party, but the biopic covers a lot of that, and I drive them to every single place where stuff started, continued, and then ended up in L.A.
1: So it's more of a documentary, or are they in the writing stage— it, okay, it's, it's dark, awesome.
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they we've got so much real footage of you know, as a kid, uh the, the you know, eight millimeter. You know the old Christmas. You know I'm talking about that old, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Way too Home bright. Movies. Home movies.
2: So when they eventually do make it into a fictionalized version of events, who should pay? Who should play Brett Michaels? God,
4: let me think. I've been, I've been, you know, I've been putting some feelers out there on Brad Pitt. You know, hey, yeah, yeah, Brad. of course. I say, hey, Brad, baby, listen, let's, let's just go. let's go. This you're the right. It's going to work. Tom Cruise. I thought he did a great job when he was out there. Kind I, of. Mixing. I mean, an
2: RV, kind Can of mix? like a plane. You know, he it, flew it the shit is. out
4: of the. Uh, the, the, yeah. the- the Maverick Place. I, I can see yeah. Owen
2: Wilson. I could see like
4: uh, Owen, Owen Wilson would be, would
2: be a, a, a
4: Yeah. OW? OW? Yeah, <laughs> see, I don't,
2: I don't know I don't know I don't know him on the OW level. But, but so party Grat tour coming this summer. Right. Are, now are you a lot of artists on the bill. do you anticipate, you know, some some group jam sessions, things like that? Are you guys gonna pop out with one another
4: uh, on stage? The, that's what the whole thing's about. It's so basically I'm singing. I start with a couple poison hits. I throw the microphone over. Mark McGrath, Sugar Ray, does a couple hits. throws it at Steve Azzari, Journey. Uh, and I'm staying up there. I said, just give me a guitar. I'll play through all of these. Okay. It is an absolute, the party growl is an absolute.
2: That's awesome, awesome because I thought it was, you know, they come out, they do something, someone else. Come, and then, you no. know, the show ends with a big shebang of here's nope. Michael's now crushing it.
4: Jack Blades and Night Ranger. All the starship, I, I picked everybody for a reason. They all bring different airs, different hits, and we all roll in at the end of the night. All of us come up on that stage, and it's really, it's like I said, nothing but hits. You know what I mean? We're gonna, I'm going to sing on their songs there on mine. It's going to be cool. So
2: if, you, if there's somebody out there who's only, let's see, say, seen a Poison concert. Go ahead. What is, is it, why this one, just because it's such a part? Is it different in any way? Like, I mean, it, it, obviously, because, you know, you're the voice. You're the guy.
4: So here's where it's different. It, it, First of all, it's the same in every way of bringing the hits and the energy. I can't help. I get on stage, that energy is gratitude. So when I hit the stage, it's, it's, that's I, I'm at one with what I've loved to do, and I'm a fan as much as I love to rock, right, and be on the yeah, stage. Yeah. So let me say this. It's got the same energy, the same pyro, the same look. What it is is I get to do a lot more music. I'm a little more control of allowing a lot of other bands to come on I'm very... Not just fan-friendly, I'm band-friendly. I'm like, get up here. Everyone from Jimmy Buffett to Jimmy Page has been on stage with me. Kenny Chesney to Tim McGraw. You you understand it. Who's your
2: favorite person to jam with?
4: I can't say because they're all my favorite. They're (laughs) all my favorite. This guy's going to run for president next. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Even right now where you love love everybody, (laughs) right down to your hat, even
1: you love them all. You have both the Chiefs and the Eagles on your hat. So who's it going to be? Which one is it going to be?
4: It's going to be the Steelers. We're coming back. You have no idea. <laughs> that's that's I, I, was born, I was born and it raised is. in Butler, Pennsylvania. Come on. Okay. I'm
1: from Titusville, so I know oh right over my, 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 my! One of my best friends lives in Butler.
4: You know what? You're a yinzer, aren't you? Yin's going yep. down near the still mill. Oh, Let's Christ. go down and see Stillers. <laughs> see, so. Yeah, yep, exactly.
2: <laughs> now, but uh, in that case, do you root, do you guys root for the Eagles because close They're enough? They're Pennsylvania.
4: Uh, they were Yeah, Yeah, they They were my team too, but I was I was yellow and black or black and gold when it started, it was black and gold. But really we were yellow and black. You know what I mean? But I just want to say this. Obviously, listen, I got a lot of friends, a lot of friends playing the Chiefs, a lot of friends playing the Eagles, but I'm just saying, Jalen, you got Patrick, you got Kelsey versus Kelsey. This is gonna be a badass Super Bowl. I just I'm predicting. Don't anything I say, just do the opposite of it. But I'm <laughs> predicting it's going to be a kick-ass Super
2: Bowl. All right. Ready for this? So the guys, the guys, the guys yellow and black. But if you want to hear some platinum this summer, go to brettmichaels.com. Yes. Check out the party gras tour. Brett, thanks so much for coming. Get on in here. Show. No, no.
4: The good stuff. we hugging. The good this stuff. Is nice. <laughs> this I'm is coming great. in. I'm coming yeah. in. Oh, we're getting one. <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> thanks so Pretty much, good man. Good to see you. Thank you, guys, man. That, that was great. awesome. Dude, awesome. This is happening.
2: I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this... Is happening. The Super Bowl extravaganza continues here on Radio Row in Phoenix. We have Rob Riggle here. Rob, thanks so much for joining us.
5: Thanks for having me. I love this setup, by the way. The whole stand-up action. Yeah, w- th- so that keeps me more alive. You it gotta, keeps me more. I can do. I can do, you gotta I can Brett, do activities. I you got to blame <laughs> Brett
2: Michaels for that. He was like, I, I'm not a sitting guy. He was like, let's get him out of here. I feel like I'm Tony Romo. Like, yeah, oh, Jim. Like, just this is this is a
5: more fluid thing. Yeah, I, I really like it. Um, i i So I, anytime, too, I can check out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bye. Yeah, just Rob just did duck, the elevator and I'm and back. Duck behind the, get, yeah. the desk. I'm back. So you're here with PXG. We've had this golf simulator here yeah. all week. Yeah. So you're a huge golf guy, right? I love golf. What's, I do. what's your handicap?
5: I'm, I'm eight and a half right now. Okay. That's what the book says. That's what I tell my wife. I am too.
2: <laughs> she <laughs> knew I was lying.
5: Smart lady. Yeah, Smart lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't trick him.
2: No, no. You always try. So the book says you're eight and a half. What are we? What are we? Are we? Are we, are we kicking them in? Or we, did, that's a gimme on the course. <laughs> a lot
5: of gimmies out there. All right. A lot of gimmies out there. A lot of this is good, right? And they're like, "Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> you're in a you're, sand you're trap,
2: forty yards away." <laughs>
1: <Exactly>. <laughs> Who's the craziest person you've ever ever ended up in a foursome with? That you've like been in like a celebrity tournament or something?
5: Uh, the the most joyful was uh, Kelsey and Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, and and Patrick Mahomes senior. Uh, so wait where was this Silky and, and P.
1: which one of you shot the best and how did you end up with these guys
5: uh, it was it was actually in Hawaii it was Patrick Mahomes his his charity tournament and I, I was hosting the evening, but I got to play with those guys, uh, and we had a we had just a banner day. It was a lot of fun. Now I know that you're a massive Chiefs fan. Yes. So
2: was that a gig that they asked you to do, or did you hear
5: it was happening? You're like, Yo, I'll host that. I will definitely. No, no, do they it. they they asked me. I I, I never invite myself. I would I thing. would
2: if I if I found out if I knew the players on the New England Patriots, I'd be like, hey, like you you need somebody to bring you ceremony? just show up in Hawaii. Yeah, just like what are you guys up to? Oh my I'm God, just- I can't believe you
3: guys are here. What
2: a
5: this is so odd. How did this
2: happen? Crazy running into you here. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so, who, I know you probably got the Chiefs in the game. How do you think it's going to go this weekend?
5: Listen, uh, we're 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 a point and a half dogs right now. I know, dude. But
2: here's the thing: as somebody who's
5: a Brady fan forever, yeah. I, mean, I love it. Yeah. if I'm like I don't I don't mind it so much. Exactly. To be honest with yeah, you. let it let it happen. It's it's more motivation for the boys. Exactly. Um, look, it's going to be a great game. Uh, Phil Davis, a great team, and uh, uh, but I, I love my Chiefs. I, lo- I believe in them. It's just going to be a great game, and and, uh, and we're going to win.
2: <laughs> PX, so PXG has giving out this this sheet. You know, what everyone around here has talking points and PXG's stuff. PXG's
5: got a lot of good here. Look, they, they got a lot of good stuff going on here. Yes. the PXG uh, they got um, we got new golf ball. New yep. golf ball. Okay. Hello. Okay. We've been a ten, 10 years in the making on this bad boy. It's been a decade. ready, And it's out this week. It's out this week. The price is right. The golf ball does it all. It goes long. It's got feel around the green. I mean, it's, it's everything. Kind of it's a one-stop shop, baby. It's one-stop shop on this golf ball. Right. Then, then, if you're lucky enough to have the clubs, the sticks to go with it, and you got the full combo, Forget about it. The ball goes in the hole by itself. You don't even have to try. <laughs> so
2: It's an easy game. Ryan, I want you to know. So, uh, Rob, in addition to hosting the show, I do all our event activations. So we are building this site yeah. earlier in the week. Yeah. And PXG, do you know how they bring their clubs around? Gun cases. It's their bit oh. that they deliver them in okay. gun cases. So they said, "Hey, we got to bring a bunch of a bunch of uh, you know things to this security lockdown area here at Radio Rome. I was like, "Oh, no problem." They're like, "They are in gun cases." And I was like, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" So, oh, boy. But you
5: got to know Bob Parsons is a, uh, a legendary businessman. But before that, he was a Marine, uh, okay. a Vietnam Marine, wounded Much in like combat. Uh, he's, he's a, a, a legend, um, and he uh, the, the clubs. So the irons, they're called the 0311s, right? Well, everybody's like, What's, what is 0311? 0311 is the military designator for infantry in the Marine Corps. That's what, when they, when they ask you what your MOS, military occupational specialty, is, you have to give a, a, a number, a code. 0311 is infantry. That's what the irons are. 0811 is artillery. That's what the woods are. The hybrids are O321s, which are like snipers. So everything's got a military. Uh, All a right. So hardcore. we're murdering
2: that golf ball out on the course. That's you what we're doing. We're murdering doing.
5: that golf ball on the course. <laughs>
2: So, so actually last
1: night I had I had dinner while we're here. I had dinner with a friend of mine who is a veteran, and I mentioned that you were going to be on with us today. Yeah. And she's she's done veteran nonprofit work, and she got so excited and uh, just how excited uh, she was at, that I was going to be talking to you and how much work you've done uh, with different veteran nonprofit groups. And she just wanted me to tell you how awesome it is. Oh, that's, and that's awesome. And that's pretty much where it ends there. Well, God,
5: God bless her and, and her work for the veterans too. That's awesome. So – I, I,
2: the veteran stuff is very nice, but I wanted to ask about the sheet in the yeah, first place. Yeah, go place. ahead. Ask me about I'm the sorry, sheet. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They say, and is this just creative wording? Because it says, Rob is looking for tickets to the Super Bowl and would do just about anything to see them play this Sunday. <laughs> I don't believe for a second that Rob Riggle doesn't have Super Bowl tickets.
5: Everybody thinks. It's, it's the weirdest thing. Everybody assumes that I have tickets. The tickets are crazy expensive. I don't have tickets. I have an angle... On possibly getting some tickets? <laughs> maybe. What's but it's your a plan? big maybe and it's there's yeah. nosebleeds. It's not like I'm gonna be hanging out in the suite doing my thing. See people people I've have done that, but I'll host the, the mashup.
1: I'll host the mashup and I'll get nosebleed seats for for somebody that I had on my radio show that morning. Yeah. And I'll be in, and they're like, Why are you up here? Like why <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be like hanging backstage yeah. and you're like, Why are you standing in line at the popcorn stand on level three hundred?
5: Yeah it it uh, there's a lot of assumptions being made that shouldn't be made i I'm, I'm hustling like everybody else trying to get a couple tickets to this do play. you what is your angle who do you know
2: i've got i've got a couple angles why don't you hit up that foursome you played with and see if they have a couple <laughs> extra <laughs> because tickets because the lying last around. thing
5: i ever want to do is is bother the players or the organization during super bowl week the last thing they need to be is bothered by knuckleheads so i'm like I'm not going to bother them. I will figure my own path. And that's one of the reasons, that, you know, I'm here in town.
2: They'll, uh, they'll lose by a field goal, and then the Harrison Bucker would be doing an interview. He'll be like, I was focused, and then fucking Rob Riggle <laughs> just kept hitting me up for tickets. Yeah. And I- he wouldn't
5: leave it, he wouldn't <laughs> let it drop. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I would have only had a
5: couple more minutes to focus.
2: All right. Well, if you're a ticket broker out there, or you have tickets, or anything, or if you're a golfer and want to talk PXG, Rob Riggle is in Phoenix. He's looking for tickets, and he's here with PXG Golf. Thank you very much for coming on the show, Ryan. Get
5: the, get the new golf balls, guys. They're for real. They They're go real. straight in the hole. Send them my way.
2: I'm, yeah, I'm in.
1: They Send go them straight, my way.
5: They go straight in the hole. You don't even have to try.
1: Thank I you love so it. much. This is happening. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson.
5: And this
2: is happening. Joining us now. We continue. This is quite the day for us, Ryan. We have <laughs> Ryan Phillippe here. Ryan, thanks so much for coming on the show.
6: Thanks for having me, man. You are you have the, the privilege, I suppose, of being my first ever uh radio row super bowl interview
2: is it so wow have you you ever been to radio row before
6: no and so and that's one of the reasons i I came today is i'm not actively looking to do publicity typically but i've always wanted to see what radio row was like you know being a, a radio fan my entire life and being a massive super bowl fan a football fan um it's cool to see. It's, it's funny really you,
2: it's funny you say that cuz my my cousin TJ's in town and this is his first time at Radio Row and we were coming down the the escalator and I was like, "You know, I got to be honest, I know there are like Celebrities here mm. But I'm more interested In seeing like The guys from the NFL network
3: Yes
6: man And like I just walked by Pat McAfee's set Yeah and, yeah You know Kavino and Rich and You see all the people That you hear about we, My we, guys you know. are here The WIP I'm from Philly yeah, area yeah. So I, I'm gonna stop by And see them and,
2: Yeah you're wearing uh, The Eagles Super Bowl 52 t-shirt that's
6: right Did you go yeah. to that game I did not because I had a broken leg, and it was in Minnesota. And also there was something uh, holy about it for me that I wanted to watch it in a select environment with very little distraction. Because you have to understand, I'm, I'm 48 years old now. That was my first Super Bowl win. You know, yeah. we had been twice before. Once in 1980, I was six years old. That's not doesn't really count. You know, and then once in 03, right? We lost in 03. I'm a
2: Patriots fan, okay. So I'm well aware of both these okay. games. But yeah, yeah, I
6: mean, you know, so you know, then you understand, like the, the fa- waiting that long. It, there was something about I I didn't really kind of want to be there. This one, it's different because we have one. Um, You know, this is a gravy Super Bowl in some ways. Listen, in as much as nobody expected us to be here this year, no one, not a a single football prognosticator would have said Eagles are going to be at the Super Bowl. That's what I would
2: tell the guys on the team, though. I'd be like, this doesn't even matter. Don't worry about it. Ryan and I are here to have fun. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, I I wouldn't say I mean, I'll (laughs) I'll
6: definitely be nervous. I'll definitely be excited. uh, But we do have a Lombardi, you know, so it's like let's get another one.
1: The thing I've always wanted to know about Eagles fans that are out of town, right, is that is that football is so associated with certain foods like, like nachos and chicken wings and things like that. But being an Eagles fan and you don't live in Philly, can you get good cheesesteaks and pork rolls when it, when they make it to the Super Bowl? It's impossible, right?
6: No, no. I mean, actually, I just found a place in L.A., and the name is escaping me, that has a really good uh, a pork, pork rolls and good cheesesteaks. But it's difficult, you know. There's a couple of people that there are Philly transplants that try to do it, And they tend to do it well other places. There's a place in Los Angeles called Booze Philly. Uh, There's two locations. um, And they are a family from Philadelphia that has done cheesesteaks. And they've done it well. So how old are your children now? So my oldest is 23. My son, who gets here tonight, is 19. He's coming in from New York. Yeah. He's a student in New York. And uh, I, I'm so excited that Well, and so I that's, that's to what here. I was asking. Because you also
2: have a daughter as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, does she, I have a young daughter, and yeah. I've been trying to make her care about football. Yeah. And I just, she's 28 months old, and I'm already getting no football. No. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, did, did you?
6: <laughs> I have a very close friend who, who watches it. His daughter, his 13 year old daughter, is his football watching partner. That's my dream, you know? man. And, and maybe it'll happen. You can't force it. I also have friends whose sons don't give two shits about yeah, yeah. football. You okay. know, so it's like. Is your daughter in or just your son? She supports but isn't invested. She's happy She's for not you, yeah. right? Yeah. Also, I was raised by women, so I have three sisters, and I was raised by my mom and three sisters, obviously. And um, uh, they are all fans. You know, they don't necessarily get the intricacies, but they their heart is in it.
2: I'm know? so happy. I'm so happy you're flying your son out here because for Super Bowl 49, which is the last Super Bowl in Arizona, uh, as I said, Patriots fan. My dad and I were very close, but we don't necessarily do like father-son stuff and i flew him out here and we went to the game and it's one of the best experiences i've ever had so i'm happy that you get to share that with your own son because win or lose it's just such an exciting thing to go to the
6: goddamn super Bowl. it is it is and we we go to philly games in in philadelphia together and actually i was here earlier this year for eagles arizona that's how big of a fan i am i traveled here for an away game (laughs) for
2: for a regular (laughs) season game yes
6: i did yeah and we won that game narrowly but but uh, it's it's my son's enthusiasm for it is great, and the, we're connected with the organization, so uh, we get to go to like the Eagles post game party. So, oh, dude, all oh, my let dream me tell is, you, you gotta hope they win because yeah, that
2: thing is a funeral otherwise. I know,
6: I know. But if if they do win, and I get to be there with my son, that's just gonna be an all time uh, moment. It's, for it's us. the best, be an all time moment.
2: So you have a new movie out, The Locksmith. I do tell yeah. us a little bit about that. It, it came out, I believe, February third,
6: right? Yeah, it came out about a week ago. week go or so it's uh doing well with the audience scores on rotten tomatoes you can find it on um apple any of the streaming services um it's a it's a crime thriller a noir thriller i play a guy just uh out of prison who's trying to reconnect with his daughter and then is drawn into another sort of criminal um uh, enterprise uh and uh, Ving Rhames is in it. He's great. That's awesome. Uh, Kate Bosworth uh, plays my ex-wife. She's excellent in it.
2: Um, I'm sad that I'm getting the rap sign because I really wanted okay. to talk to you about how, how, how fucking annoyed I was that I was one of those people that sat down to watch Big Sky. Oh, okay. yeah. And then yeah. this guy's all over the billboards. And if you haven't seen it, just know that you should. if, you, if you're a Ryan fan, I would stick mainly to episode one. Okay. I, I hear this <laughs> because, a lot. I hear this a lot. But uh, before I let you go, obviously I think you got the Eagles this weekend, but how do you think it's going to go?
6: Um, I, you know, I don't want to sound overly confident, but I'm going to, and you're the first one to get this score from me. And, and he, You're
2: hearing this? This is what we got to pick go. up. He's
6: giving the score of the game. 34-20 Eagles. 34-20. Oh, They're going to wow. cover
2: the point and a half. Ryan yeah. Phillippe, the locksmith, out now. You can stream it. Thanks so much for All coming right. on. Thank I really you. appreciate All it. Right.
6: appreciate it, man. This. Is
2: Happening right, our Super Bowl show has been So big, so much going on That Ryan even had to Ryan had to go because we lost our set But I, Mark Zito, this is happening here With Flavor Flav Flav, how you doing? Uh, Man, like a coat in the closet, man Hanging in there, baby, you know what I'm saying? Just having,
0: having a ball out here right now
2: Flav, one thing I've noticed about you Is you are always on Are you ever not Flavor Flav
0: Hey, there's never a time where I can't be myself. Well, I'm never myself. You know, I'm always me. And I'm going to always be me until the day I take my last breath. So
2: I heard you got a new song out. It's called Hands Up in the Air. How'd that yeah. come to be? Yeah, Hands in the Air. You know what I'm saying? It's an EDM
0: joint, you know what I'm saying? In the whole nine. And, um, you know, I just wanted to just release something different. You know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? From Flav. And not only that, but... You know, right now a lot of people are into the E D M scene. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In the whole nine and and Flavor Flav, he makes music for all cultures, all genera, genres and all of that, you know what I'm saying? So I said, let me give the EDM genre a little something too, you know what I'm of saying for me. So.
2: And speaking of your original genre, I know you were, uh, you were at the Grammy's Salute to Hip Hop this <laughs> past you. weekend. How did that come to be? How did, how did that process play out?
0: Well, let me tell you like this, you know, I mean, big shout out goes out to the incredible quest love from the roots because he's the one that organized the segment for Mm -hmm. the grammys and everything you know and he had a bunch of us celebrities come out to perform together on a set it was a 12 minute set everybody got eight bars yep and when they told me about this at first and they said, well, listen, we got all of these, you know, icons and celebs coming out, and it wouldn't be right if Public Enemy wasn't there, so we would love to have you and Chuck, you know what I'm saying? And and all, we gonna, all you're gonna get is eight bars. So I'm like, eight bars? I mean, what are we gonna do in eight bars? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? I said later for that, man, you know, this is the 50th anniversary of hip hop. I'm going to go and I'm going to
2: give it a go. I heard heard a rumor that you almost didn't go because you were going to hang with Pete Davidson. Is that true? Yes, that was true. And the reason why is because,
0: you know, Pete Davidson, that's my dude. You know what I'm saying? And I love Pete, man, you know. Let me tell you something. You know, Kim Kardashian had me show up to... His birthday as a surprise. Wow. You know what Where I'm saying? Where was it? And this was, this was in Palm Springs at one, of, at one of Kim's houses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. I was blown away, man, first of all, just to be considered to be the birthday gift, you know? Now, did you come and, in in a cake or did you just walk in? Nah, man. I just walked in, man. You know what I'm saying? And when I walked in... I got to meet David, you know Pete Davidson, and I got to meet the Mominger and a couple of Kim's yeah, other yeah, yeah. friends and everything. And I gave I gave Pete Davidson the clock. Yeah, of course. And also I gave him one of my books and everything, you know. But but Kim said everything that this guy does is flavor this, flavor flavor that, flavor flavor this, flavor flavor that. So she said, you know what. I'm going to have Flavor Flav show up on your birthday. And you know what? She did.
2: That's such a compliment because your presence is literally a present <laughs> for Pete Davidson. Now, when, when that call comes through, <clears throat> me. when that call comes through, did Kim call you herself or did somebody like backdoor it? Uh,
0: no, Kim didn't call me herself. I would have been like, hello? Someone backdoored it. My manager got. Yeah. My manager intercepted it like a football. Gave it. Gave the football to me, and I ran a touchdown. Speaking
2: of, when you answer the phone, are you a standard hello, or do you have like a Flavor Flav greeting? It all depends on who it is that's calling me. All right, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying. When you do go on the road, how many clocks do you bring with you on the average trip? A bunch. A bunch of clocks. All right.
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't. I don't. Never really count them. So you know, I just.
2: Do you have any like in your closet at home, right? Because obviously you got some fresh threads. I saw you last night. You looked amazing. I believe you're dressed in like silver or white last night. Today you're Thank in. You. Today you're in the red and white. Yeah, this
0: Do, is a, a vintage Reebok track suit, You know they. Yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Hey, they said the '90s dr- dress is coming back. So my manager put me in this today.
2: I don't know what's going on. We got Flav back on the well, Grammys. Check out the shirt. Yeah. Flavor Flav, ready for a comeback. We all see it. That's it's, right. Yeah. It's, he's got a great shirt on. He's got that's Rih- right. Rihanna. That's right. The, With Rihanna
0: on the... Yeah, that's yeah. right. You doggone right. I'm going to support Rihanna,
2: man. I support Rihanna. So I love Rihanna. your closet at home, you got vintage sweat sweatsuits. You got all these great dress. Do you have your clocks <laughs> hung up or how does it work? Are they nah, in a chest?
0: I just got them all laying around in, in the hall. Nine, you know what I'm saying? All, they, they all spread it out, bro.
2: I figure the question you got to get the most is what time is it? That's what I would. Hey, You know what's the answer I give? Time to get busy, G. Flavor Flav. Yeah. Yeah, what's your, what? all right, last question for you. Why, well, it's got to be the last one. All right, we could stay here all day, man. We, we sure could. All right. It ain't like I got stuff to do,
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
2: Word up. I'm in the building, G. Yeah. I got nothing but, I got nothing but, Time. Time. Yes. Alright. So what would you say is your number one catchphrase? Yeah, boy. I just got a legitimate Yeah boy from Flavor Flav. What a Super Bowl this is. Speaking of the big game. I got another one. Hit me with it. You know what? You know what the next biggest catchphrase is? What? Wow. Wow there you have it (laughs) see i you know i tried to get a catchphrase going on my own that was just dang that's impressive and it just didn't take (laughs) off i don't know like i was just trying to make it work and it just didn't i don't know now super bowl we are here at the super bowl who you think is going to win the game got the eagles versus the chiefs kansas city versus philadelphia who are you
0: taking well let me say it like this you know what i'm saying um I am from the East Coast. But you're wearing all red and white. And I always love the Eagles, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Randall Cunningham is my good friend. You know, I live out in Vegas, and, and Randall Cunningham has a church called Remnant. And sometimes I go to his church, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, plus, Michael Vick. I've always been a big fan of Michael Vick. And Michael Vick is the one that brought a different style Of quarterbacking to the game. Mm -hmm. He brought the running fullback type of quarterback into the game. You know what I'm saying? Michael Vick did that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Right now, in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes is like my favorite quarterback right now in in the whole NFL. Not only that, but last night at the uh, NFL Honors, I, I went there to honor... You know, Jim Brown, because Jim Brown has always been one of my mentors. And a Syracuse guy. Yes, yes. And uh, I got to take a picture with Patrick Mahomes' moms. All right. Yeah, Miss Mahomes, man. She was great to be. She came and asked me for a picture first. Maybe he'll show up at his birthday next. And and I didn't know who she was. And then when they told me who she was, I was like, yo, what? (laughs) That's my favorite quarterback's moms. I said, yo, I got to give me a picture, too. So I went and took a picture with her. So... Who's winning this game? So, check this out. Yeah. Now, on Kansas City Chiefs, I got fans. On the Philadelphia Eagles, I got fans. All right. So... It's gonna be a hell of a draw, folks. <laughs>
2: Flav just wants Flav just wants the game to be good when that clock hits double zero zero. Uh Flavor Flav, thanks so much for coming on today. Really appreciate Yo, it.
0: Thank you for having me, man. Word up, man. honestly Let me ask you a question. Who you got? I'm taking the Chiefs and the points. Yeah, boy! Hey, that's what Chiefs do. They chief.
1: Goodbye.